0: It's
1: Erica. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true and crime. I knocked my
0: mic over. Erica knocked Jesus over her Christ. mic. <laughs> How much have you been drinking? I haven't. Not enough. Not enough to oh.
1: Shame. To, to justify that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Ugh. I'm drinking rosé. I'm drinking rosé cider. Ooh. 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 We're syncing up. Practically the same. <laughs> Almost. One day. It's our goal. Yeah. Mm. To actually just record in the same room. That would that be that pretty would be cool, really actually. Cool. That would be. I think we need different equipment for that, though. We need all the things. <sighs> mm-hmm. Need better mics. You need a microphone stand because you do
0: that too I much. I know. Need, I need to
2: <laughs> get on the
0: nice list right quick. <laughs> Because your girl's on the naughty
1: list. <laughs> She's the worst. Uh so we got our first negative review. Yay! And it kind of made us laugh because we don't really know what he's saying. I mean we kinda know what he's saying. But we're gonna say that we don't we don't know what he's no. saying. He said, first of all, someone needs to teach these ladies with the words gross and disgusting mean. Secondly, stop yelling.
0: No punctuation. Words don't make sense. Wait, minus one stars. (laughs) (laughs) So genuinely had to read that multiple times to get an idea of what the insult he was trying to convey was. We think we're sure. I don't know. Cool. Grammatical
1: errors aside. Apparently Erica's got to stop yelling and never stop. We have to stop. Can't (laughs) stop. We have to stop saying gross and disgusting. So Erica, let's be careful.
0: I'll try. I'll try. (laughs) (laughs) I won't. That was me yelling.
1: <laughs> I say we keep what yelling. What would he do if he
0: actually heard me real yelling? Like, kill him. Oh. He'd die. He might You're
1: die. I didn't stop leaving confusing, poorly written reviews. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have news? I knew. Okay. All right. Oh, wait. No, wait. Nope. No, I don't. We have a shout out to make. We have a new patron. Yeah, we do. Oh my god! (laughs) Yay! Wait, wait. Me too. Oh damn it! New patron. (laughs) Yeah. Jordan, (laughs) thank you for joining our church, our church of night guys.
0: It loves having you. Moi. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Welcome.
0: (laughs) I'm so excited. So.
1: If you are interested in becoming a patron, you may also join for $2 a month. You get access to all of our extra content and we will send you a sticker. Or if you want to pay more, that's up to you. Go ahead. But uh, you can find us to search for Night Guys Podcast on the Patreon website or on the app. And yeah, we have like some, we have more than 20 extra episodes. So if you can't get enough of Erica and I yelling and saying, saying gross, gross and and disgusting, disgusting things. The lot, <laughs> and the words. <laughs> <laughs> And we also upload videos, and we're also making a, an erotic
0: horror Choose novel. your own adventure novel. Yes, that you can help us write. Not only do we write this, and you guys choose your own erotic horror adventure choices, we also <laughs> videotape us performing this live.
1: <laughs> Mostly it's us laughing because we are too immature to
0: read what we've written. I love it so much. I love this novel. I can't wait to print it up and put it in paperback. <laughs> and then one day I'm going to shoot for a hard, hard, excuse me, hard copy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to double on time in the vein of how we write that book. <laughs> <laughs> so, OK, now you can go talk
1: about news. Jordan, we love you. Thank you for joining. So much. Thank Yay. you.
0: This one. um, I got this one again from my dad. He's all up on the weird news. I haven't read it yet because I wanted to save it. I really don't understand what it's going to be about. I'm very confused. Okay. The milk is nowhere to be found, reports husband, staring directly at Jug of Milk. What? I know. It's weird. (laughs) It's the title. (laughs) What? What? Okay, okay. The milk is absolutely nowhere to be found, declared local local husband and father, Jake (laughs) Matgard. Local husband. What is that? guys (laughs) Matt guard friday as he stared directly at the jug of milk his wife had purchased and placed in the fridge not four hours before so weird quote though i search high and low in this refrigerator the milk hides itself from me he lamented (laughs) quote i've checked the drawers the shelves the door and even the freezer and it's just not here Some 'er ne'er-do-well has absconded with it, or else it was never here in the first place. What? When his wife called from the other room and told him it was right in the middle of the fridge, he chuckled. You always say that, but it's never where you think it is. If you're so smart, you come over here and see for yourself. I guarantee you will not find it, for it has vanished. MacGuard's wife then came to the kitchen while reading a book, opened the fridge, and grabbed the milk without looking. Shoving it into Jake's hand before departing to solve some other desperate crisis. I could have sworn it wasn't there before he called out sheepishly. That's the article? (laughs) This isn't news? (laughs) I think you just got trolled by your dad. He did. Like, big time. Can I just say, though, this gives me something to talk about? (laughs) This literally happens. Can someone actually describe this, like, phenomenon for me? Like, why guys can't find things?
1: Email us at nightguyspod at gmail.com. Why cannot
0: Why Why find things? Why can't not. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, like, why is that? I don't know. So many times. I don't know. So many times.
1: I always know where things are in our house.
0: Me too. And if I can't find it, I know I'll find it. And Mm -hmm. then I do. Mm -hmm. Yes. But he does. Ever. Well... And I have to stand up and walk in the room and find it. Whatever. Heaven
1: forbid you have to stand. Dude, all I do
0: is stand. I know. I'm being a dick. <laughs> You're like, I need a break. No break for me. Well, thanks, Mm-mm. Dad. Thank you for at least admitting that guys are not as smart as us. Lady folk. I think he also just kind of trolled you because that's not really an
1: article. Mm-hmm. What news source is this that would report that?
0: I don't know. I already got rid of it. Mm-hmm. I'm back on shame, Shame.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) Good call. Shame on whoever reported that. Agreed. Okay. I'm not even going to read you the title because it completely gives away what happened. So, well, this sentence does too, actually.
0: (laughs) Way to bury the lead.
1: (laughs) I know. It's so lame. A driver in England, not Florida. So that makes me feel pretty good. A driver in England accidentally blew up his car when he lit a cigarette after spraying air freshener inside. (sighs) So apparently he's uh, sprayed an excessive amount of aerosol spray in his car. Why?
0: Does it that? <laughs> Probably because so... it smells like cigarettes. So he's like, "Ew." I don't understand that either. If you don't like the smell of cigarettes, why are you smoking? Because I don't know. I don't either. My brain hurts tonight. <laughs> um,
1: so uh, witnesses told the Manchester Evening News. Oh, wait, isn't that where? Harrison and Jordan—they're kind of close to Manchester, right? I don't know. Maybe. I think they might be close-ish. Well, they heard an an enormous bang and saw the car's windows shatter and nearby buildings shake. Oh my God!
0: <laughs> he, Did the guy die? He appar-
1: no, he made it out of the car with minor injuries what? and was treated by first responders. But it could have been obviously much worse. The car looks fucked up. Like I'm gonna send you a picture. I don't know what it's just he too looks funny. like. I'm sorry it's on Fox News, so they might have an advertisement start playing. Apologies, no. Yeah, the owner, he just wow. used an air freshener. But he did not ventilate his car before lighting his cigarette. The fumes exploded and blew out the windscreen along with some windows at a nearby business premise. What the fuck? <laughs> his car looks so jacked up. I mean, it also kind of just looks like he had been in some accident. What a dumb... Yeah, Glad he's dumb. okay, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. around to... Pip hip do stupid things with his life. No. Okay. Yeah. We, n- we nailed that. News. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> what does it mean? I don't know what it means. I don't know. Somebody should tell me. <laughs> I need red string. Connect the dots.
0: <laughs> Ooh, this rose is not awesome. Oh. I like this rosé cider. I think it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, well, this one I bought because I liked its name and I liked the bottle, and it wasn't terribly expensive. It was called Moonlight and Roses.
0: Ooh, two of my favorite things.
1: I know. I love Moonlight and I love roses. Actually, I'm just going to pour more Bad Rosé, so give me a moment. Oh.
0: Ooh. I want to make a rosé that's boop, boop, called boop, Bad Rosé. So bad it's good. <laughs>
1: It's brose. All
0: right. Uh, shall we start? Yeah, why not? Finish my cider. I have a liquid groove. Okay. okay. That was nothing. Is there a sprinkle in there? Just a little. Okay. Like the
1: little pop. Okay. So we landed on the occult.
0: <laughs> All of it. Very, All very of the Very odd <laughs> subject. And we did not exchange notes with what we were doing until moments before. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I really thought we were talking about Aleister Crowley, which, as it turns out, he really needs his own episode because he has a lifetime of effed up things that he has done and said and done and said, and he's gross and disgusting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, we're going to be hitting you with all kinds of occult facts and some history, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Maybe some key players, some people who have um, dabbled in the occult, and how to dabble in the occult if you so desire. After today's episode, maybe you'll want to.
1: Honestly, I don't think it's all that bad. Aleister Crowley really gave it a shitty name, and he was a shitty trash person. Mm. You know, I like his name though. I think it sounds cool. Uh, He changed it to that. Really? Yeah. His name was like Edward.
0: I don't mind that name, I guess.
1: Edward's not bad either, but it's
0: not not Alistair Alistair Crowley. (laughs) 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 All right. Should I start with this thing I have that's like to lay some groundwork for us? Sure. Then we can get lost (laughs) all on our own. Let's get lost. Let's
2: get lost, lost.
1: babe. Hold my hand. Let's let's run together.
2: (laughs) Okay. Did me. I'll history Ronda Oh,
1: thanks Leana.
2: I love you. Oh. <laughs>
0: I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Teach me some history. Occult definition in history. This is where we shall start. All right. Hi. The definition of occult has changed over the years, shrouded in mysteries and hidden knowledge. The occult has taken on magical properties, several meanings, and many misconceptions. Mm -hmm. Sounds about right. Big time. The origin of the word occult comes from Latin word occultus. That means hidden Um, or secret. The occultism definition was used to describe knowledge that was hidden. For someone dubbed an occultist, the word was used to describe their devotion to obtaining a deeper spiritual knowledge and understanding that exists beyond that of the physical world and what science Mm -hmm. can explain.
1: Okay. And the occult is not an, like, a cult. So (laughs) a cult is a group of religious radicals that Mm -hmm. is, that is separate. Mm -hmm. They are two
0: different things. Mm People who drink Kool Aid.
1: Yeah. The occult is, is the study of the
0: unknown. I think that's awesome. Yeah. That in too. itself is not bad. No. I'm an and occult. We're occultists. Yeah. Cool. I like it.
1: I know. And the, like a big part of being an occultist is reading a lot of information and Ancient figuring text. out what, like just
0: a lot of research. It's researching. Mm hmm. And isn't that something good to want to d- obtain a deeper spiritual knowledge and understanding? I feel like it so should are be. like Buddhists occultists in theory. Mm, but that Buddhism is considered a religion. No, it's not. It's a well, it's a spiritual practice to
1: Western people. Yeah,
0: but and it's uh, it's not a religion. You can be a Christian Buddhist or a I don't know whatever you want, pagan mm. Buddhist. Then yes, why not? Yes, I
1: know mean, it. Mean, Yeah, so occultism is the study of occult practices, which includes but is not limited to magic, alchemy, extrasensory perception, astrology, spiritualism, religion, and even divination.
0: I like that. Also, this is kind of interesting. The early church attempted to gain power and control over the masses during the vacuum left by the fall of the Roman Empire at the start of the Middle Ages. This is accomplished by condemning anything that wasn't in keeping with the church's guidelines. Church has to just ruin all the fun stuff that like, seems mm-hmm. natural and kind of pure. Always. Always. <laughs> it's very frustrating. While the masses converted, the ancient ways remain cloaked in practice in secret the brushstroke that painted occultism as anything outside the scope of christianity was so broad that everything else was lumped together many practices previously <laughs> considered benign suddenly became dark categorized alongside dark magic and other negative ceremonies anything the church didn't understand that had no known rational explanation was also tossed into the category of a cult, including science. That's insane. So that's like two. So that makes sense. So like yep. people who had to like steal bodies from like the ground that were buried and then mm-hmm. figure out here's where the heart is. Here's we have veins. We have blood. Here's all these things. Yeah. So they were cultists by the church's yep. definition. While science has since been proven to not only be relevant but necessary, <laughs> church, um, nearly anything <laughs> that falls under the paranormal umbrella is still considered to be the of the occult today. So science has mm-hmm. somewhat made its way outside of it, but as uh, so we know, science and religion are at odds for uh, reasons I don't understand. But it's they're cool, I guess. It's not you're not an occultist if you're a science teacher at a high school. <laughs> yeah. Well, the occult doesn't really fit into
1: any category. It's not religion or science, but they do have science
0: mm-hmm. uh, practices oh, well, that they do. It, I guess because it challenges God mm-hmm. being a deal. I I don't know. <sighs> For the modern usage, occultism has been um relegated to categorize knowledge and practice of the paranormal or supernatural. Since the Middle Ages, the occult definition has been hijacked to describe various mysterious orders and magical groups or organizations. These all have one common denominator. They have a set of practices or rituals. They also teach members about the group's history, and in many instances, secret knowledge is shared along with the guiding philosophical spirituality that governs them. So if you have a secret group, you might be an occultist. (laughs) (laughs) If you have a goblet that everyone must drink out of at midnight when the moon is full, you might be an occultist. (laughs) Or if you have a podcast
1: where you believe and read and research all of these things.
0: (laughs) If you you have a a bell that you (laughs) ring when you feel shame (laughs) three (laughs) times, you might be. (laughs) Um, Modern occultism remains defined by Christian values. Therefore, occultism refers to those engaged in the study of things considered to be occult this includes Mm. magic like you said alchemy psychic abilities astrology all the fun things earth magic which is like herbalists and any kind of form of divination um so lame that's like everything fun which is also kind of strange though because like the bible has like all kinds of occult stuff in it people like necromancy people rising (laughs) straight up from the dead like are you kidding that's like some consider that like Stram dark That's magic. Like the darkest. That's dark. <laughs> that shit the dark. That shit real dark. <laughs> real dark. <laughs> it's dark. It's real dark. <laughs> <laughs> everybody been doing, but it was real dark. <laughs> and like, uh, hello, people are walking on water, making bread feed, and does some crazy ass magic,
1: multiplying those fish.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I saw that mm. loaf of bread. How you feeding everybody? <laughs> <laughs> You're a magician. <laughs> I don't like it. Jesus was a wizard, everyone.
1: <laughs> wizard Jesus. Does he need his own hat?
0: He needs a hat and a wand. He needs a wand.
1: <laughs> uh, um, He's kind of like more like Gandalf, I for think. For real. He had, like, He's a young staff.
0: Gandalf before he had gray hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's Gandalf the young, not the gray.
0: Gandalf the brunette. <laughs>
1: Oh, he can be like Radagast the Brown, but he's Gandalf the Brown. Jesus
2: the Brown. <laughs> oh, Jesus the Brown. Oh, probably upsetting my friends. Whatever. <laughs> um,
0: the complete... <laughs> I
2: can't talk.
0: <laughs> um, this book defines occultism <laughs> as a compilation of different groups with do- <laughs> with beliefs and practices distinct from each other. Mm. The belief systems of some groups aren't always aligned with the other ones, um, and quite often they contradict what another group believes and practices. That makes sense. That's a, to somebody who does one form of this, and another form. It's like anything. It's not all one umbrella. That's a, so that no. makes sense. Um the guidebook divides this vast diversity of occultism into three categories. This is the complete evangelism guidebook. um oh God, <laughs> yeah which apparently is, like, a big-to-do book, I guess. Big-to-do, mm-hmm. I don't know. Divination. So, um, the guidebook defines this tool of occultism as a way of seeking hidden knowledge, often knowledge about the future through psychic readings and various supernatural means. The guide refers to divination tools as, quote, props that are used in astrology, tarot, palm reading, scrying with tea leaves or crystal balls, and other ancient divination tools. I've always wanted to do tea
1: tea leaves me too crying. i thought that would be so cool i drink so much tea this leaf tea and then you just missing out on, on a start. lot of important stuff i know i need i need a book
0: what's cool about that is like anybody can you don't even need a book though i mean so some people will well, take it some kind of in a way where it's like you can even buy dude like teacups that have like the lines for what this area of the cup means. So literally, when you look at your leaves, it'll be like, future. And this is like, you know, past. And like... So cool. So you don't even have to read it. It's there. Or... I've read other how-to guides of tea leaf reading where it's like, just look at it. And whatever your gut tells you when you look at it, when you ask a certain question, that's what it is when you look at it. So if you say like, I am, am I going to have a good week or whatever this next week? Sure. You know, maybe you see like flowers or like, I don't know, bottle (laughs) rosé. And you're like, damn, I'm going to have a real good week. I'm gonna have some good rosé this time. <laughs> yeah, you see, you're like a <laughs> bottle of wine and a, a little thumbs up. <laughs> if I see a blob, I'll be like, no. "Oh, I get to eat fudge!" That's <laughs> no. so good. Um, that vegan fudge is so good. Oh so, so good. <laughs> um, uh, I ate so much fudge today. It's it's. Gross. I haven't
1: eaten any. No. Are you
0: kidding? I've ate enough for five continents. It's insane. <laughs> Not good We can share that recipe, by the way, everybody. It's really easy. Yeah, and dude, d- this delicious. fudge. Oh, don't take our word for it. The Make nice it. The thing
1: is, because it's not, it's because it, because it's vegan, you don't feel like shit after you no. eat.
0: No, it. and it's not. Healthy. It has a ton no. of sugar oh, God, and a no. lot of coconut it's... fat, and God. it's not good for you. So it doesn't. No. It's not synonymous no. with healthy in this case. Oh no, no, no! But it's terrible for so you. So good. It's <laughs> so good.
1: It's airy and delicious, mm-hmm. and I know Sean's eating some right now, and it's breaking my heart. So good. I
0: almost brought some in, and I said, "No, Erica, you oh, ate so I, much." I honestly forgot Have about it. Have this healthy Please. cider instead. <laughs> And I said, yeah, I'll just drink my rosé and be sad. (laughs) Okay, number two of like the Mm -hmm. main three practices or categories of the occult. Uh, Paganism. It's often referred to as neo-paganism to distinguish the growing revival that started in the 19th century of these ancient Mm -hmm. forms of worship. In the 60s, there was another revival of these practices that included animism, uh, the belief that living things contain living spirits. This religion worships ancient deities with the front rather being Mother Goddess or Mother Earth or Gaia. Hmm. I dig that. I'm into the idea that there's a Mother Earth and, like, plants are cool, we're, man. We're pissing her off. And, like, birds are like, yeah, tweet, tweet, bro. And I'm like, <laughs> it's cool. what does that do? Okay. I'm into it. Okay. Spiritism is often called spiritualism. It is the belief that the living can communicate with the spirits of those who have died. This is done through the individual's own powers. Trance mediums, channeling, and seances are three ways that mediums can contact the dead. It is in mm-hmm. an ancient form of occultism found in Greek, Egyptian, Roman, and other cultures. It has remained through modern times. Spiritualism has very, or sorry, was very prominent during the popularity of seances in the mid 1800s through the 1920s. Huge then, lots of people mm-hmm. were making a lot of cash. Like those two sisters, oh, what were their names? Yes. And they were like, man, they had people eating out of the palm of their hand. They had it down to a science of, like, hitting the table and bells ringing in different areas and candles flickering. The Fox sisters. Yeah. They cashed in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there are all those really cool um, photos of the, like, ectoplasm. All those, like, Victorian oh, yeah. photos of, like, ghosts being there in seance rooms. So creepy and looking. I, I don't, think they're I so cool. I love them. I love them. I want them to be real. Can make me love them I don't know even if more? They are. Um and then there are some common misconceptions about the occult. Mhm. The occult um over the centuries it's been around forever. Cult mm-hmm. was clothed with a cl- uh, veil of evil and sinister misdoings. These became the biggest misconceptions of the true nature of occultism. Um, science was misunderstood during the Middle Ages and was therefore considered an occult practice. The science of chemical and elemental interaction between objects and substances simply wasn't understood. Therefore, magic! Um, (laughs) Spooky. (laughs) Alchemists are considered to be witches or wizards attempting through magic to transform metals and other elements, which is nuts. So like if you froze water, were you a magician? I don't understand. Yeah. Like what happens when there's like a deep freeze? Yeah. Are they going to burn some women and be
1: like, you're witches. You did this. You made alchemy happen. I don't understand. What? What?
0: I don't get it. Nature is a so wizard. Wait, wait, then?
1: wait. So people that like a blacksmith would be considered an alchemist. You would think, because he's melting things and
0: reshaping it. Yeah. So I mean, what about like when people <laughs> eat food and then they duty it out? Yeah, or you heat up you Are we you alchemists? Toast bread.
1: <laughs> you toast bread and somehow you've you've transformed it. You are an alchemist. I don't understand. The church needs to revisit
0: their uh I don't like their, it their rules. Um, so alchemists, herbalists uh, also were thought to practice earth magic when natural elements were manipulated and transformed. They were considered objects of the occult. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the most contradictory aspect of the religious sect versus the occult sect was that both groups believed everything in the world had a touch of magic behind its very existence. Oh, I like that. That's happy. <laughs> this also touches on what you said. There are many religious cults, including Christian mm. ones, that are often confused with the <laughs> occult groups. Syphysis on Christian cults. While many occult groups can be cults, the distinction isn't always made. This causes many people to believe incorrectly that the two are interchangeable. Not interchangeable. Another common They're misconception different. is that all occultists worship Satan, our dark lord, and that the occult <laughs> is evil with sinister intentions. Not True. Mm -mm. The The Satanic Temple is actually they're really chill. Know about peace, y'all? They're like the nicest people. Yeah, this incorrect perception can be traced back to the church defining it as not good. Ugh rude. Lysi. In modern culture the word occult is still a catch-all for many groups um, and is now kind of used favorably, but with some, probably, churchgoers unfavorably, depending Negative on the group. connotations. For example, anything non-Christian is often viewed as Occult. Many groups dubbed <laughs> occult have the same mission as those from 1,500 years ago. Pilgrims seeking a higher spiritual understanding of the supernatural world and their place in it. Oh, my God. Chill with your microphone for a second. I can't. What I just got to make sweet sweet love to it.
1: <laughs> so people that practice yoga, they're in the occult. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because they're doing a ritual. Mind, body, and spirit coming together. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yoga, yogis, you're occultists. Not sorry. Shame. <laughs> Shame on having shame about it. Yeah. Embrace Not it. No, no shame. <laughs> so if for some reason you don't do anything ritualistically, and that could even be just like, I don't know, every morning you have the same tea or the same coffee mm-hmm. and you drink it in the same seat every day. That's a ritual. Yep. It is. Routines are ritual. Yeah. So if you're interested in making this more of like, Your thing. I found a a wiki how. I say
0: deep dive into it. What's great about rituals? I'm so excited about it. Is like they give us comfort and they provide kind of like something you control Mm -hmm. when you really can't control hardly anything in life. (laughs) Like I think they're great. Like if because like a lot of people I think like think like you need to have this huge ritual in order to get what you want out of it, and you don't. If you Mm -hmm. want to, I don't know, like have good health for you and your family. That's what you're concerned about. Wake up in the morning or before bed light one candle think about that done ritual over it can take five seconds same power is behind it it's all about intention you don't need to have a huge altar and you know like chant an incantation for 45 minutes and then like you know go high five a mouse outside in a field like (laughs) tell the moon she looks super fly tonight no you don't need to do that light a candle
1: a lot of people are interested but they don't really know how to start so a big big thing you want to think about is what is the reason for your practice because that's what you would call this thing you would call it your practice like why do you want to pursue this this one thing they're not naive questions they're just they're fundamental questions for your path into the occult and so i found a wiki how <laughs> on how to use magic and enter the occult and i wanted to go over it because the more that i was reading it i was like oh this is all it's all very basic and it's very Attainable. Yeah, you can become like an occult uh, master basically, and and read a million different books by you know famous occultists. But you can also just have a very basic, very personal practice. Yeah. So obviously, first you would familiarize yourself. Um, you know, you would question the beliefs about the world around you. You want to keep your mind open. Um, to the you know new ideas, experiences, beliefs. So the whole the whole point of the occult is to keep yourself open to new things. Um, so and they say that, remember that the way that you think shapes your reality. So you, if you can keep an open questioning mind, you'll be more receptive to messages from the spiritual world. And that's almost like, you remember that book, The Secret? Mm-hmm. And they think they made a movie about it where it's like, you put it out there, like, I want money or I want good things in my life. I want to travel. Well, that's part of it. Like, The Secret is pretty much the occult. <laughs> Yeah. No, you're totally right. You have to keep your mind open. You have to say, this is what I want. This is my, this is my path. This is my purpose for doing this. And that's where you start. And it's okay to change your beliefs once you get started because you get more,
0: you become more aware of stuff. Yeah. And tailor it for you, not just Mm -hmm. what you initially heard or read.
1: Yeah. Once you've familiarized yourself with it, you know, you can focus on why you want to be part of the occult. So, you know, I I need direction in my life because I hate my job. Like, okay. Or I need money. <laughs> Whatever. Usually it has to do with like money or love. But, you know, if you if you want to go a little little deeper than that, that's okay too. But there are a lot of different ways that people participate in the occult, like you were saying, there's witchcraft, paganism, a bunch of other sects. Um, are you searching for peace or healing? Maybe you want to be more connected to the spiritual realm, like you want to speak with somebody who has passed, or you want to be more attuned with your um, with your tarot practice or something, um, or maybe you want to harness inner powers because that's a big part of the occult is actually having powers, like Aleister Crowley. I'm sorry. That idiot was like, "Oh, I became invisible." I'm like, "You, you weren't invisible. People just were ignoring the weirdo." So, <laughs> sorry, I really don't like him. Um, <laughs> but once you know what you're looking for, that's when you'll be able to really hone what you're what you're practicing. And bear in mind, oh, I can hear baby; she's quacking. Bear in mind that occult. <laughs> maybe she's trying to become a duck.
0: Terrestrial. Maybe
1: that's what that's that's her practice. <laughs> Become a cat or or a a duck. duck. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But bear in mind, occult practitioners are not interested, for the most part, in hurting or dominating others. Like, yeah, okay, Aleister Crowley was. Yeah. But he literally called himself the Beast. So gross. So yeah and a lot of people don't focus their magic on others or seeking like seeking revenge or something like they're mostly focused on peace and healing that's a really big thing so if you've got some darkness in your life that you need
0: help with this actually might be very helpful totally i mean even the act of seeing like a therapist like every wednesday (sighs) that's like in its kind of a sense it is a ritual like i'm gonna go here and i'm going to talk and i'm going to feel better
1: yeah like if you've got a good connection with your therapist that's a ritual yeah
0: i mean it's i, it's, I love it also
2: mm-hmm.
0: tons of things in catholicism are this like we were kind of talking oh, earlier yeah. i mean you go to church and you light candles excuse me and you pray for peace and healing. What? uh eating the flesh of god <laughs> and the blood the cracker of I god mean, really you're supposed to like you're drinking figurative blood like that is some fucking witchy occulty stuff that's some dark stuff and i'm into it just call it what it is though guys just gets it an occult. It
1: so the cool thing about this about occult practices is that there's a community. So you can find people that believe similar things and you can learn more from your peers because there are always people that are going to know more than you that are happy to teach you. And that's the cool thing is that a lot of these people are really into helping other people open their minds. Love it. You can find internet groups. There are forums. There's like Facebook groups probably. But, you know, use caution when meeting a new group of people, like, you know, if, if they meet in public, that's ideal. You know, if they start to be like, meet us in this abandoned building, obviously don't go there. Mm-mm. Be smart when you meet new people, always. Always. The internet has opened up a lot of doorways to scaries. <laughs> <laughs> Not just occult scaries. I'm talking just Weird people in general people. really suck. <laughs> the Alistair Crowleys of the world. <laughs> the Ted Bundys yeah. and the Ed Gaines and... then of course read books and texts the internet is a fabulous resource but there's also so many cool stores like I my favorite store is the Psychic Eye bookshop in Mm. Torrance down here it is the coolest store I love it there are so many magic stores not like do tricks magic but there are just stores that sell books and tarot cards and crystals and herbs and they're so friendly and they want to help you I love they that. They want to help you research, like if you're like, I'm kind of looking for, and they'll be like, oh, well, try all these different things, and they're they're very friendly. Oh, so okay. definitely read texts. <laughs> there are so many, <laughs> so many books. I mean, you can read books that even shitbag Crowley wrote. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if that's your thing, cool. I'm sorry, I really hate him. <laughs> um <laughs> But when you do get ready to actually do some kind of ritual or whatever, just be ready to embrace the unknown and open yourself up. So, like, be be ready to admit to yourself, like, I don't know everything, but I'm ready to learn. Like, a lot of people have a big ego about it. They're like, well, I already know, like, XYZ is real or XYZ is not real. But just relax your mind to the the idea that you don't know everything and that there is a lot that this world has to teach you. So just be ready to accept the signs that the universe sends you. Like, pay attention. Maybe you'll see things in threes. Maybe, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of guessing at this point, but I imagine that there will be very distinct signs that will show up. I heard this really cool
0: thing today. That was really neat. Mm-hmm. It was somebody asking a question to this girl I really like, Adela She's like a psychic, not a psychic, like a medium. Okay. Psychic sounds kind of like... Just she, Yeah, and she's not that <laughs> at all. I really, really like her. I'm sure other people have heard of her. She was on a podcast as a guest and... Um, They had people, like, write in to ask her questions, and somebody asked a question that had to do with, like, if I see a butterfly, like, you know, that, like, I saw with my mom, a specific kind, and she's passed on, like, is that my mom? Is that her? And Adela was like, no, it's not. But what it is, is when your mom or somebody has passed on, and you're sitting somewhere, say you're on a park bench, and you're really upset, and they're watching over you and they see that Mm -hmm. they're sending you on their own frequency like i don't want you to feel that way like i'm here i'm here you're not alone and she says in her opinion what she's channeled and been told by higher beings is that the person who's passed on their frequency will gather up whatever animal is around and animals hear it because animals can see See the other realm that we can't sure that's why your cat and dog stare at the wall yeah and like (laughs) their frequency will attract it so that's why maybe you'll see a bunch of butterflies or you'll see like five bunnies all of a sudden like hanging out because it's somebody who cares about you is putting out that frequency that we can't pick up on but animals can so maybe they'll hop over and look at you so it'll be the person who's passed away being like hey can you guys go over to them and they'll respond sometimes Uh
1: I love that. I thought
0: that was. I'm gonna share that with my mom. So cool, because so it was like, no, it's not them, but it's them sending out a frequency that animals pick up on, and sometimes they'll go and be like, sure, I'll go, I'll go show up, stare at them creepy, and then they won't know if it's you or not. <laughs> but it is pretty cool. I really liked that oh. idea, cause it almost made more sense to me. Like, no, they're not the butterfly, but they're sending out they're a sending frequency them. that is attracts them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell that to my mom. My mom actually lost
1: a friend this week, this last last week. And she was very, she was young, but she had, she had some intense cancer. It was really, really awful. And it surprised my mom because my mom had seen her just the week before and brought her soup. But she, it was just, it was really hard for my mom because she wasn't, she was like, I knew that it was going to happen soon, but I thought I'd get to see her again. So... I feel like sharing that with her would be really You should. I really fully cool.
0: believe it. Um, I'll send you some podcasts that she's been on. She's the kindest person. I've written to her before mm. on comments, on social media. She always responds and always says something oh, really nice. <laughs> um, she's, I don't know, I really like her. And she has some crazy insight on some stuff. And she's very, like, no-nonsense. She, and she's kind of, <laughs> like, lazy with when people ask her questions. She'll be like... Can I just tell them what YouTube to find me on? Because I did a video on this. I don't really want to repeat it again. It's gonna take a long time. I'm like that's really funny. I like her. You're like really human and like accessible. I appreciate this. I really like her. Anyway, okay. that made me think want, of that. I though. want that. <laughs> I do too. I'll show,
2: remind me. I'll show
0: you
1: where. I was gonna say. So once you've freed your mind, um, and you know, the rest will follow. You, yes. What's what? Which pill is Free it? The your red mind. pill. i don't know what pill it was red or blue i don't remember i think like take both just trip balls (laughs) trying to get high bro ride the middle and be like flash in and out i like it i like that idea that's way better Take both and decisive so once your mind is free and clear and ready to accept all things you should start meditating You should be meditating. You start with like a five minute practice. So you ultimately want to be able to meditate up to like 60 minutes a day at least. But it increases your ability to focus and discipline your mind, which is necessary when you want to practice magic. And then that's when you start performing daily rituals to focus your intentions on your magic practice. So daily rituals can take many different forms like we were talking about, like drinking coffee. (laughs) But like (laughs) from meditating, journaling, journaling. You can chant. You can chant while you're meditating. (laughs) You can light a candle, like you were saying. Or any combination of other activities that help ground you in your search for enlightenment and truth. So if you're just sitting there and you just need to stare at the ocean to focus your intentions. Totally. That is your ritual. And actually, that's kind of something that I like to do.
0: It's a good one. That's what they tell you for when you're (laughs) preparing for birth in our classes. (laughs) It made me think of that. I had a weird PTSD flashback right then. Um... She tell would tell you in our, you're going to be a parent class, basically, is um she would say <laughs> when you have contractions, she's like, just envision waves rolling up over you, and then they're rolling away.
1: Did she have a voice like that? She
0: was super cool. I like this lady, actually. She was awesome.
1: You're like, can you be there when I, I asked have to her. give birth? I actually oh, asked her. She said her. no. She was like, no, it's too traumatic. Thanks.
0: She's <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm done. I've done 2,000 births. I'm good.
1: God, did I? I think I did tell you that my mom had a midwife mm-hmm. when she had me. That's awesome. And this woman is like a pro midwife. And she legally changed her name to Earth Mother Freeborn. Oh. <sighs> I know. And the funny thing was when I was telling one of my friend's moms who was uh, a delivery nurse, she was like, I know her. She's so cool. And I was like, what? You know, the lady that was there. Oh, when I was... Where was she? I became her. I needed her. I needed <laughs> She's
2: probably her, like a thousand freeborn. years old now. <laughs> where was she?
1: Damn it. Like slap you into just calm.
0: All right. I'm back. I'm back. I'm
1: back. So... Once you've started doing your rituals, then you can start keeping a daily journal Mm. about what you learn and what you've experienced. Because it's it's a good way to just keep track of everything. Like, you want to keep a log. (laughs) A log. (laughs) And also record your dreams, because that's where hidden meanings and messages might come in. I've
0: always wanted to do that, and I never do Maybe I I will tonight. Maybe I'll take a notebook in there.
1: My problem is I wake up and then I tell Sean my dreams and he's like, you dream the weirdest shit. And I'm like, I know. That's awesome. You remember them. I
0: rarely do.
1: (sighs) Well, I told you, what was that weird dream that I told you the other day about you and about Esme? What was it? You
0: were taking her somewhere and then she saw Santa. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, you guys had to go. You're going away for the night and I was watching her. And for some reason, your house was also part of a bookstore that was having a Santa uh,
2: yeah. Santa
1: photographs <laughs> taken in there. So I was like, oh, I should go get her with like Santa and it'll be a surprise for mom and dad when they come back. But then she started crying and I was like, uh. but then also they wanted to take pictures for the newspaper and I got panicked because I didn't think you'd want that. <laughs> So I was like, oh, God. So I I panicked in my dream and then decided not to have the pictures taken. So I felt like, I was like, yeah, cool. I did nothing with your child. I put her to sleep. Congrats to me. Uh, Hey, that's a win. She's still up right now. (laughs) And she still cried in her Santa pictures.
0: (laughs) So funny.
2: (laughs) <laughs> oh
0: my god uh, what was whatever. I gonna say oh it had nothing to do with anything this morning um, <laughs> I like these stories Bobby and at like six usually to head out and um, he'll get, leave the room and then come back and say bye like maybe 10, 20 ish later mm-hmm. and this morning when I got up I was like it's oh, weird Bobby hasn't come in here yet and then I was like, oh, shit, he's gone. And then I was like, did he not say bye to me? And then I texted him, and I was like, did you say bye to me this morning? And he he did. And I was like, did I talk to you? And he was like, yeah, you were awake. And I was like, Mm, do don't
2: remember this.
0: <laughs> it was I so love- weird because I was like, God, oh. it's really bright out. Like, it's not dark like when he normally leaves. Is he still here? That's weird. Were you
1: mad at him that he left without saying goodbye? No, I was just very confused.
0: Where? I was like, is it? I don't know. Did I think it was like a weekend? I don't know what. I was just so confused where I was.
1: I love those conversations with Sean. Those are like my favorite ones because he gets really sleepy and I can get him to say yes and no to stuff. I've recorded it a couple of times. Awesome. It's really
0: mad. I don't even know what he's saying. It. I'll have to ask him. It was on text because was, he was already at work and I was like, when did you leave? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I am.
2: Where's I sway?
0: What's happening? I
2: don't know. All right,
1: baby. Let's continue Let's our day. Let's keep sleeping, baby. <laughs> Well, if you want to continue after dreams, um, that's when if you want to use tarot cards to practice divination, if that's your thing, if you want to uh, focus like your spiritual stuff or... You can practice invocation and evocation to communicate with the spirit world, if that's what you want to do. But you, those are like the basics to just get started. Love it. But I recommend a lot of reading, a lot of getting to know yourself and being more open to accept that what you may have believed before may not necessarily be what you will be believing in the future. So just be open to it.
0: Love it all. Mm I was going to talk about some of the most influential players of the occult, but I don't know if I'm going to. That could be its own episode. I know. I think instead, since like where this episode is kind of taking us, I think it would be more fun to kind of even go farther into different practices. Yes, please. Because these are fun seances that we talked about.
2: Oh. (sighs) Oh.
0: I wanna to go to a full blown seance. I would if love that. anybody knows
1: of a seance Well, that is I'm happening. a liar. I
0: have gone to a seance. What are you talking about? Um, I forgot. It's not like a traditional seance. It was a it's a friend of mine that I haven't talked to in a little while, in like about a year. He is a he can channel a specific uh woman that he oh. was friends with. You told me about this person. Yeah, and we went like he it's called a salon. So like you sit yes. with him and there were like four Four other women there, I think. And then me and Bobby. And okay. um, it was nuts. Like, he sat down. He explained what would happen. He explained who the lady was that he was channeling, how he knew her, and how he began his, like, kind of paranormal relationship with her. She's like an older woman who can speak Yiddish, and that's how he proved to his friend, who it was her grandmother, that he was actually channeling her because he didn't know how to speak Yiddish, and then he started speaking it when he was her. And it was really crazy. When he sat down, like, he put all these pillows behind him, and he's like, so I'm doing this because when I channel and become her, she (laughs) still likes all the pillows behind her back like she used to. Aww. And it was weird. I we didn't know what to think because I knew him a certain way like as a 9 to 5 like office cubicle job. And then I'm here doing this with him and I was like, "What? I don't know what to believe." And he was the kind he is one of the kindest people like he's so sweet. Goes uh sings in like a church choir like he, wow. He's really cool and um when he channeled her his whole body language changed. He Gave us some, like, really, like, kind of overview, like, life, like, um, insight, which was cool. Bobby didn't have any questions, and that kind of made her, when she was him, like, uh, Mm. smile and smirk at him, which I thought was really funny. Because Bobby's like, I don't want any attention (laughs) on me right now. I just kind of want to take this all in. This is a lot is fine. <laughs> and like me, who's like, I have a list of 300 questions. Let's begin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, She's like,
0: I don't want to talk to you anymore. One, one of the things that was really fun is she said she would, if we wanted to, she would tell us how many people, no, somebody said something like, how many, do I have anybody watching over me? And she oh. said, yeah, you have like 30 something people. And the lady what? started cracking out. She's like, that seems appropriate. I'm a mess. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I was like, what? You can tell that? I'm like, D- hello, do I have any? And she said something like, like four. And I was like, hmm. why do I have so Why She get 30? I'm a Maybe babele.
1: because she has a giant extended family.
0: I don't know. Yeah. And then I remember her saying, like, and I was like, well, do any of them have anything I need to know? And she's like, there's one who wants to talk to you, but he's not ready yet. And I was like, huh? What? And I was like, I need a name. I need a name. And she just stared at me. And it was weird because I'm like, you're not the person I work with. You really are somebody different right now. And Mm. she was like, I don't know if I should tell you. And I was like, what? Who? And then she, I forget the name. I think it was like Harold or something. And I was like, I don't know anyone named that. And she's like, that's all he wants you to know.
1: Ew. I don't like the name Harold. That makes me think of the scary stories story where Harold is the name of like a scarecrow. But it like comes alive. It's disgusting looking. Actually, hold on. I'm looking at the book right now. Um, Are you talking about scary
0: stories to tell in the dark? Like that guy? No, I'm talking like the scary stories. Yeah, that one. Well, He's cool. Whatever. <laughs> but do you
1: remember who Harold was? He was the scary looking yuck yuck.
0: Probably. I don't know. I like. We should go to a seance. We should look one up.
1: I would love that.
0: Maybe we can do one with your friend. I would love that. Would he be willing to do another one? Probably. I can find out. Um, that's how he makes his money now. He left a really good job and does this now.
1: Wow. Good for him. That's so cool. That's that is pretty cool. That's got to be
0: taxing on your body. Yeah, he though. only does it a few days a week. Yeah. Yeah. That, that can- another one, another practice, which is kind of cool, but, and I've never really gotten into uh, symbology, symbolism. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe, I don't know. Maybe we are into it. We just don't realize it. Um, So it carries a lot of meaning, whether to connect us to hidden worlds or to awaken things that are unconscious. The pentagram, one of the more popular symbols in our culture, Mm -hmm. has a rich history that dates back to ancient Babylon. Um, the star represent the pattern that Venus seemingly made in the sky, as well as various beliefs, and has evolved to mean different things to different people. Sigils are basically signatures of various deities. Other angels are demons. They are inscribed huh. to manifest certain properties of those entities. This is one way that practitioners reach out to those powers for guidance or strength. So, like, um, so a sigil can be, because, like, you can, like, make a sigil and then burn it. Isn't that, like, part of, like, a spell, usually? I i think so
1: but given that i've never performed a spell i'm not going to act like i know (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to i don't want to be like yes
0: i mean and even like so right now where um winter solstice is coming so that's when you could you know like mother earth is like officially dead um or sleeping yep and she's like gonna start to wake back up as days begin to Mm -hmm get uh not as long and dark and they mm-hmm. get shorter and brighter just happy i like that hold pause for a second hold
1: on yeah. harold that's a picture of him i like him that's all i can think of when you say harold <laughs> is this disgusting dead looking human maybe a scarecrow oh you okay pumpkin oh the resident demon is coughing up demons <laughs> Coughing up more data. Yeah. <laughs> his ritual went poorly. Did.
0: <laughs> um Then there's Baphomet, one of the best known occult symbols, oh, which yes. dates to heresy and witchcraft trials in medieval times. It started with the order in 1118 and served as a protective symbol for Christians when traveling in the Middle East. Baphomet is the well known goat with a pentagram on his head. Once the order. Hold on, wait, wait. Hmm. Rewind. Say what you just said again. Which part? The well-known... Well-known goat with the pentagram on his head. Before that, the sentence right before that. It started with the order and served as a protective symbol for Christians when traveling in the Middle East.
1: That's the part that I'm liking. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And you know that they're... And it's so funny because I'm sure that once it was adopted by people that didn't believe everything that the church believes, they were like, ah, no, 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 evil. It's bad. Evil, bad. Bed wrong. Ugh.
0: Once the order uh. and the various Christian groups, which subscribed to Baphomet, became large enough to be considered a political threat to the church, the symbol changed hands and was banned from the church through a series of political maneuvers. In time, oh. the symbol became a, um, one of torture at the hands of the church, which was administered uh, to heretics. Isn't that crazy? <sighs> He's like, why Church can't I still be good? People. Well, the pentagram isn't bad. It's only bad when it's yeah. inverted. Yep. Pentagrams like, like a salt circle. It's like s- safe. It's like an evil eye. Like it's base, not evil. It's it like <laughs> shuns evil. They're not bad
1: talismans. They're fine. Yeah, people wear them because they need protection. Yeah, like it's not bad. Um, In fact, I'm kind of tempted to get one myself. So.
0: Which one? Oh, um, a pentagram. Um, oh, tip, do it.
1: I have none. I have an evil eye ring that I
0: always wear. I do know that makes me feel yes. better. My mom got it. <laughs> thanks, mom. Oh, thanks, mom. <laughs> um, so this one I really wanted to talk about because it's called necro pants. <laughs> <laughs> what keep, are they dead pants? I keep thinking I misread it, and it's not. It's necro pants. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's an extremely odd bit of cultism stemming from Iceland. They consist of the skin of the legs and feet of the <gasps> dead and are worn by the living. Ah! That that was a lot darker than I thought. I don't know why For I thought Real necrophants. <laughs> oh Necrobans my god. got so dark so fast. In fact, the Icelandic people in the 17th century were infatuated with rituals using the bodies of the dead, taking ribs here, skin from sheep there, and mixing it all together in these nightmarish hodgepodge creatures that are left over to mortify us today. When it came to necropants, a sorcerer had to get permission to use that person's skin as pants in order for it to be the right thing to do. (laughs) This would apparently bring the wearer greatness, good fortune, wealth, supposing they could stomach the macabre ritual. At first, necropants are believed to be things of myth, but many of them have turned up and now reside in museums. (gasps) Where can we go see some necropants? Whoa. New band name, necropants. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so Whoa.
1: gross. I mean, if somebody needs to have me turned into some necropants, I don't care. I really don't
0: care. Wow. Necropants. Necropants. Wow. Okay. I'll read at least one more. Human sacrifice okay. has occurred in some occult practices even to this day. In 1995, a 15-year-old girl named Elise Pauler was lured to a eucalyptus grove and murdered. Her body was discovered eight months later. The suspects were 17-year-old Royce Casey and 14-year-old Joseph Fiorella and 16-year-old Jacob Deleshmut. This murder had all the hallmarks of an occultist or even satanic rape and killing. The teens returned to have sex with Pollard's dead body over the ensuing weeks. When Casey confessed, he said that the rape and murder was sacrificial and for Satan. To the authorities, this was definitely an occult human sacrifice not to unlike the ones of ancient times. Many such instances have popped up worldwide. There was a media frenzy about these types of murders in the 90s in the U.S. A notable one was the vampire cult led by Rod Farrell and its ritualistic and sacrificial killing of a Florida family. Farrell was only 16-year-old at the times of the murder. Insane. I
1: can't remember. What what was the something trio? Uh, they killed these like three teenager boys. Like they listened to like metal, no. and they wore black. Why? So naturally, they were targeted as the killers of these like two or three little boys. Memphis Three. Uh, I think that's what they I don't know. They listened to Metallica. That's what it was. They, they listened to Metallica, so naturally, yeah, they did it. Uh, <laughs> it says they actually acquitted it. Acquitted like many many years later, even though they were in jail.
0: Memphis Three. The Memphis 3 sounds like. There's a. Is that documentary documentary that like Johnny Depp helped produce? Is that what you're talking about? Mm, No, it's one that I think Metallica helped produce. What's the one that Johnny Depp was about getting? I swear, it's like the same exact name. Oh, yep.
1: Johnny Depp. Yep. He was
0: a supporter of it. But yeah, you can
1: actually, right now, at least I watched it on HBO when i had hbo so
0: hmm okay um in this story though the teens in this cult took drugs performed blood and sexual rit- rituals and eventually traveled from kentucky to florida to kill naomi ruth queen and richard wendorf the rare human sacrifice has definitely found its way into today's side-y.
1: Hmm. <laughs> that's sad yeah not good it's sad because that's not the majority of occult practices. And, and it's so stupid because people are so scared of it. And yet there are Christians that go and shoot up uh, synagogues and mosques and places. And it's like that happens a lot more often than human sacrifices. And they kill <laughs> For real. a lot more people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all terrible. I'm not uh-huh. saying that like one is somehow better than the other, but it's... No one is uh, free of guilt. No. So don't just
0: blanket be scared of something that is different. I have something else to add. I don't know where we're ending on this, but if you do you. Wherever you feel like, I don't care. Go for it. I don't have anything else Okay. Then we shall end on my favorite thing.
2: Oh,
1: not necro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> necro pantalones. Um, oh, that's so gross. <laughs> so I decided to look on Reddit. Your favorite and i found a thread called any real cult stories they said i've always been very skeptical of most things occult i've had two, one or two paranormal experiences but not enough to be fully convinced does anyone here have any real stories they would like to share i'm in um, uh, yes
1: i also want to know what their one or two paranormal stories are that happened uh
0: yeah don't tease me with that i haven't pre read any of these so we'll just see what happens Is one at least short yeah 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 oh okay. this one's not on bad let's see if this has to do with the occult and if they stayed on topic um this is from someone who deleted their name when i was younger my grandfather came to me in a dream and told me he died we later found out (laughs) he died the night of my dream two weeks later freaked my whole family out oh my god in general my family has very strong psychic moments like that but they're devout christians so they just say they're visions from God. Gosh. I never believed in God or Christianity, and I always had random psychic moments. Many years I was an atheist. I gave it up recently because I've far too many spiritual experiences like premonition, strong, very accurate intuition, seeing friends and family who died come and tell me they've died, etc.
1: <laughs> oh, that's creepy. I would not like that to happen where they're like, I died, and you're like, no! Oh my god, I'm into
0: it. I want it. No, I don't. Come, come, come. I'm a strong skeptic myself, and I know people love to say spiritual experiences are the result of mental illness or strong delusions, but no mental illness should be able to allow me and others to have such strong premonitions. The thing with spirituality Mm. is there's no way to prove it to someone without them being there when it happens. (sighs) I could tell Uh you the story of how my grandpa told me he died and had my entire family come and back me up. But that's not hard evidence, and religious zealots <laughs> love backing up stories like this, so I, can, <laughs> I can't convince him anything. <laughs> I believe one day science will prove how why these things happen. I mean, animals can successfully predict natural disasters before they happen. They can sense when their humans are in danger, even if they're not around. So why is it far-fetched humans can, can't do the same? Interesting. That's a fair Uh-oh. question. Here we go. Also on the topic of science, we still science. don't know how or why bees fly. We have no true what? understanding of gravity. <laughs> and don't even get me started on atoms.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. All we right. don't know how bees fly. Or why? I think we know why they fly, because they need to pollinate shit. Oh, my That's God. That's And their anatomy dictates it so.
2: What?
1: They took that in an interesting place that kind of made them a little less valid in my mind.
0: What is happening? They went to full Kookstown. Why they fly? This person says well, I don't even know. This person says they've contacted Lilith. I'm into Aww, all of it. That's cool. I'm cool with that. I like that. Uh, my this is from Ho na 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> my wife and I once saw First one, then a second aerosol can rise into the air, stop and hover, smoothly move laterally for a few feet, then gently lower themselves to the floor in a new spot. We looked at each other with this horrified, are you fucking seeing this shit looks on our faces? Gives me chills just to write about it now. We slept with the lights on that night. We never moved or touched those aerosol cans until we moved out. (laughs) One of those moments where I really wondered if we were living in a simulation and we just witnessed a glitch (laughs) in the software. Oh,
1: that's so funny. Oh, shit. That reminds me of what happened to me the other night. Yes. Dude, the master bathroom is part of our bedroom. And Sean was nowhere near the sink, his sink, where like some of his hair wax or whatever, was sitting there probably about a foot away from the actual sink itself. And as he is probably about six feet away from the sink and he hadn't walked by it, there's no wind that could possibly roll this, this short squat jar at all. Like nothing should have touched it. There were like, my cat was sitting on me. Sean's cat was downstairs. Nothing. Like I was in bed. Like, I was probably about 10 feet away. He was about six feet away from the sink. And then we hear this huge clatter sound. And then we both kind of look at each other and we're like, what the hell is that? And he looks in the sink and his little hair wax thing just kind of like flew in there. We have no idea why. No explanation. I was like, did you touch anything? Was it near your sink? He's like, no, because he's really anal about where he puts his stuff. And he has a very clean sink area, unlike mine. (laughs) So... (laughs) Don't judge me. I like my stuff where I like my stuff. And, you know, makeup needs to be everywhere all the time. That's true.
0: So weird that happened. But anyway, so
1: that was my first experience with something. I don't know what. It's probably nothing. It was probably like wind. It was I, don't know how wind could, I don't know how wind could move that thing. That thing was heavy. It couldn't. That's why I was a ghost. You got a spook stir up in your place. That likes to mess with... Maybe you just wanted to have fancy hair like Sean. Sean's got good hair. Maybe just got jelly. <laughs> We have a bald ghost in our house. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like, it's the hair wax. I don't know. I'm into it. That's, I, I don't have anything more to share. I feel like Me we either. need to do an episode on famous occultists. Yep. Because they have lots of personal history that we couldn't possibly cover in an episode where we also talk about just what the occult no. is. <laughs> there's no way.
0: There's too, no, there's too many. Mm-mm. Now we know. Mm-hmm. The more you know.
1: <laughs> yes Te- tesla was a uh, famous was an occultist and so was h.r geiger mm. tesla's fun geiger is also fun i'm into it yes Oh will make it up well, i'll add it to the wheel Speaking of the wheel shall we shall we can you play that play that ditty you
2: know i can't <laughs> all right <laughs>
0: Oh, wow. Okay, I forget what this one was, but we're what doing it? it. Plum Island. <gasps>
1: Merry Christmas to me, Plum Island. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the island where the it's, it's real stuff. It's where the United States government... Does bio... I don't want to call it, like, bio-warfare, but, like, that's where they hold mad cow disease because they're not allowed to have it on the continental United States, like, land. Oh, wow. Because otherwise other countries wouldn't import our... they, They wouldn't accept our exports of meat because... We've given it to other countries before, so oh. they are only allowed to have Mad Cow and other crazy... They believe that... Well, I don't want to ruin it. There's a lot of crazy shit that's happened on Plum Island, and they're actually talking about moving Plum Island facility to somewhere on the continental United States, which is really scary. Not good.
0: Why? I'll be fine.
1: Okay. I don't know, but Liz told me about it. Liz, help us. Why? Tell tell me why. Send me a message. <laughs> I want to know more. <laughs> Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, cool. So for Christmas, we'll give you Plum Island. I don't know if that's really a great gift, but I think it's a pretty cool gift. <laughs> for Christmas. For cryptidmas. <laughs> oh Speaking of, we got to go record something. We do. Yay. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed learning about the occult. We sure did. <laughs> I really did. I enjoyed it. Now I know that I am an occultist. Me
0: too. Go light your candles, y'all. I already have. Go light more. one. Okay. Light one for I us. have another one.
1: It won't smell very good with my mango smell candle. <laughs> uh, okay, well, this is the Night Guys podcast. Join us next week or, or not because it's Christmas, but you should listen to us on Christmas after you opened up all your gifts.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: It's our gift to you
0: mm-hmm. to tell you about Plum Island. We need to meet with you and your family on Christmas. So run it through the speakers on Christmas Day. We're
1: practically family. <laughs> if you listen to us, you're in our church. Uh-huh. we
0: family. Do it. All right, well, I'm Liana. Hi, America.
2: Okay, bye. bye.